0: The
1: 910 Comedy Podcast Network. marital tiffs where we invite you into our marriage to debate the not so important topics discuss each other and more i'm tim i'm karen and we're a couple of married geeks who often get very passionate when we discuss super important topics like our favorite tv shows personality traits and which prequel movie is the best in that trilogy
0: of star wars yeah well, we know in that what
1: world
0: we know that Phantom Menace is not anything that either of us consider in what
1: world is Attack of the Clones better than Revenge of the Sith.
0: OK, look, Star Wars is all about these like larger than life mythological quests and tasks and things like that. And that's all really fun. But I really like. The human quality that Attack of the Clones brings to it with the romance story between Anakin and Padme, not to be like a girl or whatever, Uh but like, uh I like that it makes it I don't know, it makes it more three dimensional for me. It's not just it's more relatable, like it's not so fantastical.
1: And all of that is there in Revenge of the Sith. Hardly. Plus, like, actual story.
0: Well, it's not even just the romance. It's also his connection to his mom that's featured Uh in Attack of the Clones. Uh And really the only type of relationship that we see in episode three is like the.
1: The bromance?
0: Like the distancing of Anakin to his wife and like going behind her back. And like that's not relatable to me. And you
1: get the heartbreak of the bromance. Okay. Obi-Wan and Anakin sorry it's the best they
0: don't have a good relationship in that movie it's 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 easier for me to feel more emotional about the devastation of the end of their relationship if I go from watching episode two to watching episode three but if I just watch episode three it's less heartbreaking for me
1: one of these days we're gonna do like a series of like bonus episodes just talking about Star Wars from start to finish
0: I guess I don't Care about Star Wars as much as you do, but if we want to argue,
1: but how are it, you? How are you doing this week?
0: I'm fine. The Marines are gone.
1: Yes, <laughs> we uh, live in.
0: If you guys don't know, we live in Fayetteville, North Carolina, and twice pretty, a year. Yeah, twice a year the Marines come to town, and that really all well, that means for us as civilians is like we just hear a lot of like explosions and our house shakes, and it's really pretty unavoidable if you live in the Fayetteville area or anywhere surrounding.
1: But we're pretty close to base.
0: We're close to base, Uh, but, I mean, people in Hope Mills, Rayford, even, like, I was seeing, like, Spring Lake, even was feeling, like, some shakes and stuff. So, I mean, it's, like, whatever, it's annoying, but... And it goes
1: till 11, 12, 1 o'clock at night.
0: Yeah, and when I take my naps in the middle of the day, like, a girl can't get a good day's sleep because they're doing it (laughs) at... At noon, which I resent because I need a nap.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't sleep for work the next day.
0: <laughs> but they are gone. So thank you, Marines, for your visit and goodbye. Bon voyage! <laughs> we'll see you later. Um, but yeah, so I'm good. I mean, I'm I'm pleased. How are you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. I actually got a good night's sleep last night for the first time in what seems like forever.
0: Melatonin, man. Um,
1: it's been a. It was a good weekend, I think.
0: Yeah, we had a nice, like, relaxing weekend. Yeah,
1: a lot of football, but that's football. just how I am, and that's for my other show. Yeah, uh, not a whole lot else going on.
0: Yeah, it's pretty relaxed right now. Although I'm mad that the we have like, in here in North Carolina, there's like false starts to seasons, and we had like a false start to fall like a couple weeks ago. And, and now it's back up in the 80s. Yeah, we're back up in the 80s and I don't love it and I'm like it was it's annoying cuz I can start to see the leaves change outside of my home and then I go out and it's like humid and 82 degrees and it's very confusing like in a weather <laughs> perspective but it's going to go back down soon so that's good.
1: Yeah. And do we want to talk about the doctor's appointment at all? No. No. We'll save that. Okay, I'll cut that out then. Okay. So So what are we talking about tonight?
0: So tonight I have a this is a really exciting episode for me because I love to make people take personality tests in which I get a glimpse into their uh, personality. And these two quizzes I have in mind for us to take tonight. uh, I'm going to take them, too, because it's been a little while since I took it. They're both morality quizzes, like morality alignment, like not quite on the like Dungeons and Dragons scale of like, you know.
1: I'm chaotic good.
0: (laughs) It's not quite at that level, but it is a morality quiz. And I typically make like, nearly everyone in my life who's new take this quiz.
1: <laughs> Supposedly she made me take it years ago. I, d- I don't remember. I think remember. I did.
0: But yeah, it's been a long time, so I'll take it with you. Okay. But basically these two quizzes, and I really would love if you guys listening would play along with us because I think that they definitely encourage like discussion and things like that. But
1: I'll try to remember to put the uh, link in the show notes.
0: Okay. So both of these are stories, essentially, okay. and they all, they both involve characters That we have to essentially assign blame to. So basically how it goes is each of these characters or each of these stories, I think, feature five characters. Okay. They're short stories, so no worries (laughs) to anyone listening. Um, But basically at the end of the story, you decide who is most to least guilty in the story. Okay. Okay. And then that basically provides insight into how you assign morality and how you view the world and things like that. So this first one is called Who Did It? (laughs) And the the description is be judge and jury in the short story about love and murder.
1: Murder.
0: Okay. A married couple live on a house on one side of a river. The wife has a lover who lives on the other side. The only way to get across the river to his house is to walk across the bridge or to pay the boatman. The husband has to go on an overnight business trip to a faraway town. The wife pleads with him to take her with him. She knows if, she does, if he doesn't, she will be unfaithful to him. The husband absolutely refuses to take her because she will only be in the way of his important business. So the husband goes alone. That night, the wife goes over the bridge and stays with her lover. Dawn is almost up when the wife leaves because she must be back home before her husband returns. She starts walking across the bridge but sees an assassin waiting for her on the other side. She knows if she tries to cross, he will murder her. In terror, she runs up the side of the river and asks the boatman to take her across the river, but he wants too much money. She doesn't have enough, so he refuses to take her. The wife runs back to the lover's house and explains her predicament, and asks him to pay the boatman. The lover refuses, telling her it's her own fault for getting into this situation. As Dawn comes up, the wife decides to dash across the bridge. She comes face-to-face with the assassin, and he kills her. Okay, so we have... What? (laughs) So, basically, who is responsible for the wife's death in order from most guilty to least guilty? So we have the husband, the wife... The lover, the boatman, and the assassin.
1: Okay, um, are we are we talking this out out loud? Yeah, talking out it. out loud. Uh, so the least guilty to me is the husband. Okay, why? Because the husband was just doing his
0: job. What I'm confused about is 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 the husband aware? Like, did she say to him, like, if you leave, I'll cheat on you? Because it's kind of implied that she's that's why she's like begging with him to take her. Yeah. And that doesn't make him any more or less guilty, but that's just still the
1: most innocent person here. Okay. Um I would say secondly is the boatman.
0: Really? That's interesting.
1: The boatman's just doing his job.
0: Well, he it says in the story though that he wants too much money. Which, to me, implies that there is a set price that she understands to be what is charged normally, and she has that amount, but he wants too much, and she doesn't have the amount that he wants. So, to me, that's how I interpret that, is, like, he has normally a set price, but because she's, like, desperate or something like that, he's asking for too much, or also known as more than he normally asks for. See,
1: I... I interpret it as she just doesn't have the, the money to cover what he's asking.
0: Right. Uh, but because like, she wasn't
1: anticipating taking the boat.
0: She was just going to take the bridge. Right. Ways. Okay.
1: But there happened to be an assassin. <laughs> um, Listen,
0: we don't poke holes. We don't poke holes here. <laughs> I
1: mean, I, I, I could poke some holes. <laughs> um,
0: How do you think the lover falls in this I have story? him
1: in the middle. Okay. Though, um, though, I I don't condone cheating.
0: I'm gonna guess who you think is most responsible. The wife. The wife. The yeah. wife. Uh, <laughs> I think you think the, the wife put is.
1: herself in this own predicament uh, by going to the lover. Yeah. Despite knowing that that's how she would go. Right. Um.
0: I'll agree. I mean, I do agree that she obviously is. The mo- Although, if the question is who is responsible for her death, obviously the assassin is the most responsible for her death because he killed her. So I
1: mean, he was just doing his job. <laughs>
0: <laughs> who wants her dead? The husband, uh, probably. <laughs>
1: Uh, she's cheating on
0: him. <laughs> <laughs> we can't assign a backstory. It like um, dilutes the purity
1: of the test. Yeah, so I have the wife as the most guilty. Okay. The assassin next, because obviously the assassin did it. Okay. The lover is the one. The reason she went over there and didn't pay for the boatman. Uh, so he's third. The boatman is fourth because he was just doing his job and the husband is the least guilty because he didn't do anything wrong.
0: Huh? Okay.
1: Unless he hired the assassin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um so my order is the assassin is first because he actually killed her. And so if we're talking about who is responsible for the death of the wife, then he did the deed. So I'm going to say he's the most responsible. But very, very narrowly second is the wife. because She got karma she,
1: justice.
0: Oh, my God. She deserves to die. She deserves to die at the hand of an assassin by stabbing because she cheated.
1: How do you know if she was stabbed?
0: It said he met her with a knife.
1: Oh, OK. Sorry.
0: So, but but I, you know, I do think that it's a very narrow margin of guilt between the assassin. Like, literally, uh, the assassin is first for me because he literally, like.
1: Yeah, but if she had just stayed her happy ass home.
0: I don't understand why she, why, like, facing death was. A better choice than just like chilling at her lover's house and then being like, "Oh, sorry, honey, I went for a walk" or whatever. Like right. when the assassin right. was gone, you know what I mean? Like I don't understand her logic, but she made the mad dash across the bridge. She went over to the lover's house in the first place, so yeah, very narrowly second. It's like if he's like one and one a one a one b, yeah. Uh, then I have the boatman because I really do interpret it as like because it says in the story he is asking too much money and to me the too much money implies that he, there's a set price that she understands to be like the normal charge and he's asking more than that normal amount and for and it's like an arbitrary inexplicable like he's taking advantage of a desperate woman situation mm-hmm. so he is third to me next is the lover because okay. like. He he still sucks. Like he still like. Why can't you pay? But at the same time, I get where he's coming from. Like he is saying, like, hey, you made this choice, so like you live with but the consequences. But he made a choice too. Yeah, he did. And like
1: he made a choice to a sleep with somebody who I assume he knew was married, mm-hmm. and B not pay the boatman for her.
0: But like, why is it his responsibility um, to pay the boatman?
1: I mean. They can pool their resources.
0: <laughs> I mean, I do agree. Like, that's why he's fourth to me and not last is because, like, there there is kind of, like, an implied care for a human that you have if you have sex with them. I I think. I don't know. Maybe I'm old-fashioned. <laughs> but I would think that that courtesy extends as far as, like, oh, hey, someone's murdering you. Let me help you make sure that doesn't happen. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> however i can you know so to me he's fourth and the husband is last i mean i think they were trying to paint him in a way that made him sound like a jerk like no you'll get in the way if you come with me but you know she'll get in the way if she comes with him right he's just doing his job like a lot of jobs don't let you bring you know a, a additional person with you if you have to go on like a conference or whatever so he could have said it nicer but is it his fault? No, like none of it's his fault. He went on an assigned business trip and there's nothing he could do about and it. He
1: didn't do the cheating. Right. He didn't do the killing. Right. Um, he's, he's not only the least guilty, he's innocent.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think. Like just you, because he
1: didn't take his wife with him and she ended up dead, that's not his fault.
0: I think if you interpret the story as like when she begged him to take her with him. She said, like, oh, I'll cheat on you if you go. And he still was like, okay, cool, I got to go. Then maybe some still people might find. innocent. Yeah, that's still not his responsibility. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, these are our orders. And what what is in this quiz, the the situation is each character has been assigned a role. Uh-huh. And, um, or a quality, rather. Okay. And the list reveals the order in which these five qualities interest you and how important they are in your life. Okay. Okay. So the lover represents sex. The wife represents fun or contentment. Uh huh. The assassin is money. The boatman is magic or luck. And the husband is love. Oof. We both put the husband last. <laughs> so, okay. So what was your order?
1: Wife, assassin, lover boatman husband
0: okay so fun money sex luck love is your order and
1: that, that that sounds like if we were doing least so so the fact that we assign the husband the least amount of guilt means we value love the least
0: i don't love this aspect. i feel of like the it's request.
1: the other way <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't uh I don't love this aspect of the quiz. I really just like talking about the morality of this aspect. Uh-huh. But for me, my order is assassin, money, wife, fun, boatman, magic or luck, lover, sex and husband love.
1: Yeah. I feel like it's supposed to be flipped. Like whatever's number 5 on that list is the thing you value the most. Yeah. Uh so in that case it would be for me. Love is the most valuable than what luck or magic, mm-hmm. and then what's the lover?
0: The lover is sex.
1: Sex, and then money, and then fun.
0: Wow. Either way, you either value <laughs> love the least or fun the least, and I don't love that for you. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't. I don't like that aspect of this particular quiz. Really, I just like assigning blame and judging people (laughs) and i think it's fun to talk about the morality of different like roles people play okay but this one which is basically robin hood Uh um in a new take of it is a really fun way to i think assign value to things in your life okay so here's the next story it's the robin hood test if anybody looks it up online and again i would love for you guys to play along with us and just kind of get your own feel of your moral standings these days. Cause you know, okay. <laughs> okay. So the sheriff of Nottingham has finally caught Robin hood and little John instead of killing them immediately. He makes the mistake of all storybook villains in simply stashing them in the dungeon. Despite their track record of heroics, there are two benevolent outlaws, um, who are left behind made Marion shows up pleading her love for Robin and begging for his release. Sure, says the sheriff, if Marion will sleep with him. She does. Robin and Little John are released, but when Maid Marion tells Robin the truth of how she earned their freedom, Robin dumps her faster than a leprous leech. Little John defends her behavior and offers his lifelong devotion if she will run away from Sherwood with him forever. She does. The end. (laughs) So what do you think? Who... In who is most moral to least moral? Basically, we have Little John, we have the sheriff, we have Robin Hood, we have Maid Marian. That's it, actually. So it's just four just in this four. one.
1: Oodalali. Um. <laughs> nice. Sorry, I couldn't help
0: myself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You said Robin Hood and Little John, and all I did was start singing, walking through the forest. (laughs) (laughs) What a day. Um, So most to least moral.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: That's a tough one. What were they arrested for? what they're normal. No, no, no just just for the robbing the rich stealing the poor
0: yeah it doesn't say in this particular story but it can be implied obviously that you know
1: so most moral i'm going to say is little john
0: really yeah that's interesting okay, okay. um Why? see cuz like little john
1: is just like he's he's solely about you know the robbing the rich Giving to the poor, Mm
0: -hmm. you know,
1: uh, not to get too political, but (laughs) I mean, um, so I've got him as the least or most moral. That's
0: not all he did, though. What did he do? He, when Robin Hood dumped Maid Marian, Uh said, "Okay, I'll take you then and we'll be married. And she's like, all right, cool. Fine. Oh, my God. Fine. What about the bro code? (laughs) Um.
1: If 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 she had dumped him, that's different. Uh, But I mean, Little John's just trying to be like happy and and redistribute the wealth. Uh, (laughs) That's like Little John's thing. He he wants loving and he wants to you know redistribute. Uh, So (laughs) Little John is the most moral. Okay. Um. Next, I would say. I would say probably Maid Marion is the next okay. most moral mm-hmm. um, because I mean she did what she had to to get her man out right and you can't really blame her for him being a dick mm-hmm. um, so she d- she did what she had to do okay uh, not nothing really wrong with that it 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 may you know it may not be pleasant. It's not wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, Who's next?
0: Next.
1: Oh, that's a tough one.
0: How is that a tough one? How is that
1: a tough one?
0: <laughs> How is that um, a
1: tough one? Because you never want to say that Robin Hood is less moral than.
0: We're only operating the within sheriff. the knowledge of this story. Um,
1: I'm going to say Robin Hood. Wow. Is next.
0: Wow, wow, wow. Um,
1: And that's mostly because the sheriff is a dick, and like, not only did he lock up guys who are just trying to help the people around him, Mm -hmm. but then he's like, yo, if you sleep with me, I'll let him go. Okay. And that makes him the worst.
0: The worst. (laughs) The
1: worst. (laughs) <laughs> uh, so so, I've got Little John, Maid Marian, Robin Hood, and the Sheriff. And really, I could make the argument of flipping the first two, Little John and Maid Marian.
0: Yeah, I have Maid Marian as the most moral. Okay. Because the story says, like, they're about to die. They And, like, mm-hmm. I hate to tell you, but if somebody was about to kill you... And the way to secure your freedom and release was to have sex with someone. I'd do it.
1: Okay. <laughs> like, 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 it, it's like the wife and the assassin for you in the last one. It's like one A, one B. It's a very close. Like, mm-hmm. I could go either way.
0: Yeah, Maid Marian to me is the most moral. Then next, I would say Little John, but it's not not close for me. Like okay. Little John, still like he he's the next most moral to me because like. He waited, I guess, until after they were over forever, like *Made Marian and Little John, or Robin Hood. But, you know, it's still a little, little sketch. That's why he's not number one for me. It's like, it's a little sketch.
1: Nah. A little sus. <laughs> a little sus. You don't even play that game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then third, I have the sheriff. Okay. Because, like, he is operating under the wrong side but to him he is the hero of his well everyone's knowledge the hero and story. of the story like to him, like everyone's obviously hero we in want their own way. <laughs> we like we want little john and robin hood to win but he is operating under what is actually law so i mean and like Cle-
1: clearly the laws are benefiting Certain people and not benefiting others.
0: I mean, yeah. And, like, that's a really crappy thing. But to him, the the only thing that he's done that is immoral in this particular sense is say, like, hey, if you have sex with me, I'll let them go. And then he does let them go. Yeah. Like, he does – up like, they made a deal, essentially. And he upholds his end of the promise and – he's operating within the laws of the country or the town or, you know, whatever. He's a sheriff. So I guess he just cares about the town, (laughs) but yeah. So I have him as third last. I have Robin hood because he's a jerk in this story and he, he's like gets the benefit of being free and like not having (laughs) to be, you know, executed Uh for the cost of knowing that his woman, like, Slept with someone one night who she doesn't care about and doesn't want to continue anything with. And you know what I mean? Like, he could have heard her out. Like, I understand being upset, but he could have, like, at least given it a minute before he, like, dumped her. Right. So, yeah, I have him as last. All
1: right. So what does this say about us?
0: So for this one, what we have to do is find the order that we, like, each, basically each possible order of people that you put it in. Mm -hmm. Says something about you. Okay. So we have to find... What was your first person? Little John. Okay, so... And who was your next person?
1: Maid Marian. Next? Robin Hood. And then the Sheriff.
0: Okay. You're a romantic. Idealizing women or expecting too much of men. That's what it says. Okay. (laughs) And then mine...
1: You had one and two flipped and three and four flipped from me.
0: (laughs) It says... Yours says um, 15% total. I don't know what that means. All of them say something percent total. Of what? I don't know. I'm looking on this page and I can't see what that. I don't know. But you're 15% total, whatever that means. Okay. So I had Maid Marion, Little John, Sheriff, uh, Robin Hood. Wait. Contended and maybe a little superior. Morality fits the occasion. Mm. 10% total. I don't know what these totals are, but basically you are a romantic and I am the morality police, <laughs> essentially, <laughs> from what it said.
1: Okay. Which I
0: think is true, actually. I think that's pretty true of our personalities. Okay. Okay. Do you agree? Um, I
1: don't know that it necessarily says I'm a romantic, but... Sure.
0: I think you, well, I think they mean romantic in the sense of like idealist. And, you know, I mean, especially nowadays, we love to sit around and play like in an ideal world, what mm-hmm. would happen? <laughs> so I think that is pretty indicative. And like they change. Like my answers when I last took this a few years ago were probably pretty different. So I think that these do change over time as well. Okay. Like, I think your answers were pretty different way back then.
1: Probably. But I probably had Robin Hood as the least problematic person. (laughs) I
0: feel like
1: this is the first time I've heard this. Really? Yeah. I don't remember you doing this. There was a
0: time when I think I made everyone in my life.
1: This might have been one of those things that you tried to do while I was driving.
0: I never make you take quizzes while you're driving.
1: Yeah, you do. The audience can't see
0: when you look at me like that. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. Uh Mm-hmm. No, all I do when you're driving is just sit there with my hand around the oh crap handle. And
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're totally innocent.
0: <laughs> well, in the morality alignment quiz of driving, I would be the most innocent because I pay attention and alert you to when we're about to crash because you speed up whenever there's a slowing car in front of you. I do not. (laughs) Well, you don't decelerate fast enough anyway.
1: Anyway, that'll do it for this episode of marital tips.
0: Yeah, I would, I, like I said, I really, really like when people take this quiz along with me and I love to hear people's answers. And I think that they can be applied, you know, these morality alignment quizzes to maybe other aspects of your life. Um, while we say that, it is nearing the time in North Carolina when early voting is going to happen, so I encourage everybody out there in North Carolina and everywhere, but we can only really speak for our state, uh, to get out there and vote. No,
1: regardless of where you are, get out there and vote.
0: I don't know when the early voting is for other
1: states, uh, so. I mean, it, it's got to be coming up.
0: Yeah. So maybe um, if you're questioning where your morals lie, you know... Um, Take those quizzes and help you figure it out and get out there and vote. Uh, Tim and I will be doing that next week for early voting. And we would really love to know that everybody who listens, you know, participates in their civic duty to vote.
1: You can weigh in on all social media, at Marital Tiffs on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also email us at maritaltiffs at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe anywhere you find your podcast. And if you're an Apple Podcast listener, please rate and review us. You can find us on the 910 Comedy Podcast Network. Check out 910 Comedy on Facebook and check out our sister shows, That's Just My Face, Hometown Crowd, and Dead Girls Talking. Thanks for listening to Marital Tiffs.